The KTAR News Coronavirus Report. I'm Joe Heisinga. She's reporter Taylor Kennerup. Breaking down the latest numbers today on the coronavirus in Arizona, 1,413 cases, up from 1,289 positive tests yesterday. Five additional deaths, bringing the total to 29 fatalities and a total of 21,058 tests for COVID-19 have been administered at this point. Taylor, what additional numbers, uh, what do you think uh, we need to know? about uh, the latest numbers that we're seeing today. What's notable is that it's up by a little more than 100, and that's kind of a consistent increase that we've been seeing. Um, We also, when you're looking at the numbers, the most predominantly affected group is 20 to 44-year-olds. So even though it's obviously more dangerous for somebody who is 55 and older or somebody with an underlying condition to have COVID-19, we are seeing it affecting young people pretty heavily. So additionally, one thing that really stood out to me, too, is last week, just a little over 20,000 tests total. To this point already, over 21,000 tests this week. So they've, they've certainly ramped up the testing as well, which we continue to hear from Dr. Christ and Governor Ducey as a priority for Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen the test numbers exponentially increase. Uh, when you look at the week between March 15th through March 22nd, only about 8,000 uh, tests had been administered by mm-hmm. that point, almost 9,000. And then it just it really shoots up. We're only about halfway through this week, um, and there's already been, like you said, 21,000 tests. Um, and then, again, those numbers are really reflective of where we're seeing the outbreak most heavily and also where we know the most population to be. So Maricopa County consistently getting more testing done there so far as of today. More than 13,000 tests have been administered, and that's pretty reflective considering Maricopa County has nearly 900 cases. I mean, 870-plus cases at this point. Yep, 871. Almost an even 50-50 split, 51% males, 49% females. Though nationally we are hearing more of the deaths of this do tend to predominantly be males as opposed to females. And as you look at the the cases by week here in Arizona, five a couple weeks ago, then 46, 444 two weeks ago, 868 last week. And we're expecting another big jump this week, though it's strange. We had a day two or three days ago where the numbers actually grew more than what we've seen over yesterday and today, which is perhaps an anomaly? I mean, it could be. It could have to do with testing. We obviously don't know if maybe there's a day that's easier to test or because maybe more facilities are open. I mean, on the weekend, it might make sense if there are lesser facilities open. Um, it might make more sense based off people's schedules when they can actually go in and get testing. We also know that people are on a backlog of lists of people being tested uh, for quite a time. I even interviewed somebody who spoke on KTAR who said she was going to be done with her symptoms by the time she could finally get into testing. So um, it could just be how the backlog has worked out. It could just be that some days are more common or easier for people to get tested on. And it also could have to do with how fast laboratories can get them back as far as results go. Uh, We know that they're getting a lot better at getting them faster. Arizona labs have paired up to get like 24-hour results back quickly. So that's that's great to see. And that might mean that we're just, we're getting tests back faster. You mentioned that age 20 to 44-year-old group having 
a great more deal positives and also tests as well than the other age groups as we're seeing broken down. I talked with Jim Sharp a little bit about this on Monday as well. So two theories that I have on that. One could be it's just a larger age group. 20 to 44 is 24 years, whereas 45 to 54, you're only talking nine years. 55 to 64 is nine years. And then obviously 65 plus is everybody who's 65 and older. So it could just be that 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 age range is so much wider. And and my other theory could be that also, you know, those people have heard that they're not necessarily as vulnerable as older people. So they might be walking around thinking that they're a little bit more bulletproof as well. What have you heard from the experts as far as why we're seeing more tests and also more cases from that 20 to 44 year old group? Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't spoken specifically to any experts about this uh, specific anomaly. I know we've had some stories on KTAR.com about this, but one theory to, to can also consider here is um, just accessibility of being 20 to 44. You are far more independent than some of your younger and older counterparts in these circumstances. You have a little more ability to make unilateral decisions, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're on the younger end of that spectrum. You, you may not be worrying about having to work with kids um, as far as their scheduling goes. You also may not need to get a parent's permission or have a parent advocate for you to get that. And again, when you look at the older folks, um, it is tougher for them to get to hospitals on their own. It is tougher and more risky for them to go to testing centers if they're not 100% sure they have this. It might not be the risk to expose them to having this. Uh, So, you know, it could be a multitude of things. And like you said, because we know that 20 to 44-year-olds are less at risk once they get it, unless they have a prior condition, they might be more willing to take the risk of going and being exposed just to get the test done. She's Taylor Kinnerup. I'm Joe Heisinga. Once again, just to recap, 1,413 confirmed cases here in Arizona, up from 1,289 positive tests yesterday. And Arizona now sits at 29 fatalities. That's up five from the day before when we were at 24. You're listening to the KTAR News Coronavirus Report. Reporter Allie Vetner joins me. Allie, you were covering a story today about Phoenix Fire experiencing a decrease in calls. So r- routine calls down, less car accidents, and less fires? You know, they didn't necessarily get into the fires per se, but they just talked about those everyday customer service calls where people are calling 911, whether that's something about they need a smoke detector checked or they are in a car accident or they are having some kind of maybe a minor or a severe health complication and they need, you know, first responders assistance. But with everything going on, it seems as though everybody's hunkered down. There's not a lot of traffic on the roads. And with that, people are listening that they should just stay home and they should not try to spread anything or they don't want to contract anything either. But calls to dispatch, still pretty busy? Yeah, actually, that was something they did um, talk to me about. So the the 911 dispatchers are fielding a lot of calls with people asking about symptoms. Do I qualify for an ambulance? Do you think my symptoms are bad enough to go to the hospital? It, it sounds like a lot of people are looking for, you know, guidance or advice on what they should do if their emergency really is worthy of going to the ERs because they know that the hospitals are basically just infiltrated right now with coronavirus. So they're kind of 
they, they, they're looking for that assistance and they know that they could possibly have an emergency, but it sounds like the alarm rooms are really kind of um, the first layer of defense right now for um, emergency personnel. So they could have an emergency, but this stood out to me as well, that there's people who are refusing to be treated or be taken to the ER. Is it right to presume that they don't want to be taken to the ER because they're worried they're going to encounter the virus there? Yeah, absolutely. That's actually one thing that I did hear from Phoenix Fire Captain Rob McDade. He was saying that they've experienced people in an emergency or in a car accident that says, no, no, I'm fine. Please don't touch me. I don't want to get coronavirus. Wow. And it, kind, and it just kind of sets you back thinking, wow, people are taking it that serious that they know that anybody could have it, anybody could be a carrier, and they don't even know. So a lot of people are kind of starting to, you know, express their rights and their freedoms. And um, something interesting that Phoenix Fire Captain Rob McDade told me is that they're adapting to this new way of life right now. Obviously, they're seeing less car accidents, but they're also going into unknown calls where people could very well have coronavirus. So they have to wear those masks and those goggles and, um Obviously, if it is a positive coronavirus patient and they need to be going to the hospital, they'll take them. But at the same time, uh, Captain McDade was telling me that there's been a lot of people expressing, you know, I'm I'm not so bad that I need to go to the emergency room. I think it's better if I just go home. You mentioned adapting. Last question, and I'm going to let you go here. What's it like for you working from home now, adapting to life outside the office and into your bedroom, your home office? It's weird. It's definitely um, a new normal, I guess you could say. I'm trying to get adjusted to working at my kitchen table, getting all my iPad and computer all to work on the same level, but it kind of feels like Groundhog Day, and I'm sure that a lot of people kind of feel that way, but it's the same thing. I see the same things every day. That's the one good thing about being a news reporter is that I get to do and experience new fun things every single day. But right now it's kind of the same thing over and over. And, um, you know, it'll be my first full week working at home this week. But I'm trying to get used to it, but I definitely miss seeing everybody at from work. This is the KTAR News Coronavirus Report. She's Allie Vetner, reporter for KTAR. I'm Joe Heisenga.